Um, all right, so let's hold on. Poppy. <laughs> uh, can you are you gonna come over? Yeah, you gotta come over here. Huh? My favorite part will be if he refuses to do it and you went all the way over there for nothing. He literally has to walk 10 feet. A man after my own heart. He's already annoyed. Oh, here he comes. Oh, my goodness. I need you. You can meet Anne. Look at him. Can you see him He's so thrilled. Here he comes. He couldn't walk slower if he drive. Anne, aren't they handsome? I can't see your face. I just see your Colgate sweatshirt. Sit, sit. Oh, here he is. Sit here. I have to pass you the microphone. I'm speaking to Anne. All right, here we go. <laughs> You're already so irritated, and it's been three minutes. Welcome to the That's Outrageous Working Title Podcast. I am Chrissy. And I'm Anne. And I am Anne's best friend. Live from your parents' living room. Or is that a <laughs> sitting room? So, so Anne, yeah. today we're introducing a new segment. We're calling this segment Poppy's Words of Wisdom. So Poppy has six grandchildren, and he likes to impart to them life lessons Poppy's words of wisdom. That's right. Okay. That we now call because it's Pwow. It's called Pwow. Poppy's sure. words of wisdom. Pwow. That's very six. catchy. It is. Oh my! And I will say that at least my two of the six grandchildren love them. They can. They can. They always just wait to hear a Pwow. They do. All right. So Poppy, this is going to be your first on the podcast. What are your words of wisdom? You lead your life and I'll lead mine. That's right. Do you know what that sounds like to me? What? It sounds like that's your subtle way of saying you're not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's always telling me what to say, what to do. Me too. Uh, uh, well, you, uh, it's, it's like, unlike, if I'm at a game, if I'm, if, if I'm at one of her son's games and I'm cheering, just cheering. And she's going, shh, 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 shh. Why can't he cheer? Thank you very much. That's what I'm saying all the time. Why can't I cheer? He can. He can cheer. And her husband is worse than her. But, you know, <laughs> He's like, coaching. He doesn't, he doesn't even hear what you say. But he makes faces, though. I mean, oh, that's beside the point. We all make faces. All right, so, all right. So that's it. You live your life. You lead. You, you lead your, your life. life I'll, I'll lead mine. mine. Yeah, he, that's, that's almost right. like a threat. No, I don't care whether she listens or not to me. It makes no difference. That's you know? true. It's a good, but that is other. In other words, live, live your life for the best to your best of your ability. Right. So you're saying you're eating a lot of candy. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get you cavities. Can I tell? Can I tell you something? You lead your life, and I'll lead mine. Oh, okay. Wait, look, she just turned it on you. Look what? at that. What I said, you, you lead your life, and I'll lead mine. Okay. <laughs> mine I'm, I'm just just saying it for your own health. Well, let me let me say something, and you have no idea. This man eats a pint of ice cream at night. So what he's talking about? Who I knows? try to control myself. <laughs> yeah. I do not eat a pint of ice cream at night. <laughs> look, you do what you do whatever you want to do. Right. You lead your life. I do. And do I look like I eat that much food? No. You look like a million bucks. There Thank you, you. There you go. Okay. All right. Am I finished with this? <laughs> you are finished. Uh, Thank you, Poppy. And it's good seeing you. It was an absolute pleasure. And there you have it. Poppy's words of wisdom. He's got a lot in. We'll, we'll, we'll tout them out over the weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, He's it's, it's information everyone should know. Yeah, you lead your life, I'll lead mine. It's good advice. I mean, it actually is, is good advice, advice. actually. It is. Too many people get concerned with other people are doing. Yeah. Just live That's your true. own life. Live your own life. Live okay. and let live. Live and let live. All right, Anne. Well, I am happy to say that I have news this week. <gasps> news to share. And you're not going to believe this. Not a single one has to do with an animal. I don't believe it. No animal stories. 
Well, I, what is the world coming to? What, what is? We're going to talk strictly about people today. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> so our first story, well, this is one that many people have heard of. It's about Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, Tube. Jeffrey Tubin was the chief legal analyst for CNN and also uh, on the staff of The New Yorker. And recently, he has been suspended from The New Yorker because he exposed himself during a work meeting on Zoom. He didn't just expose himself. Exactly. He says, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. And what was happening was Tubin was in a meeting with New Yorker and WNYC radio staff when colleagues could see him masturbating. <laughs> sometimes multitasking works out and sometimes it doesn't. Now, let me just say, what, what, he, first of all, he says he made, the, only, the only thing he's saying was a mistake was that he thought that he had turned the Zoom off. Not that he was in a meeting <laughs> And pleasuring himself. Well, um, I think that's one of the least offensive things about this guy. Because when this <laughs> came out, of course, I had missed that apparently he fathered a child with like his friend's daughter and then wanted the daughter to get an abortion and she refused and then he refused to pay her child support. So, you know. Yeah, they had to do a paternity test. I just find it fascinating that in the middle of the day, you're in a meeting and that is what you can't help but do. Well, Chrissy, men are disgusting. I don't know if, you, <laughs> if you knew that. Um, but I'm sure a lot of people, I, I think a lot of people probably do it. They just make sure their video's off. I, I, I don't know. I can't a lot. That's, that's a statement. Yeah. More okay, more than you would think. I would, I would say. Well, I have to say, you know, in the few weeks that we've been doing this podcast, we have reported on a lot of Zoom errors that have happened. People have naked people in the background. Yeah, I've changed when the camera's off. I would definitely muted and peed. Yes, yes, we've talked about that one too. So, but those are more. Let me just say, at least the bathroom that might be something you can't wait to do. This is something that well. I would think tubes would disagree. <laughs> I read that he was doing, he was on two different zooms. He was on his work zoom and then he was on some sort of sex party zoom. <gasps> really? Like with two monitors? Yeah. And he was flipping back and forth between the two of them. And he got confused which one was on. Yeah, I think so. And again, who's having Zoom sex parties at like one o'clock on a Tuesday? But you know what? He's leading his life. <laughs> he's leading his life. And now he's doing it unemployed. <laughs> he's one of those people that he's already rich. Like, it's like, who even cares? And who needs his stupid legal advice? Not me. Well, actually, he's not. He was suspended from the New Yorker, but he's just taking time off from CNN. Mm -hmm. So he could still be back. He will. They all come back. I I think I already said this. I think he'll do one of those. I'm a sex addict and I need help. And then he'll go to like some nice, you know, rehab center for a month and then come back as a new man. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But, uh, you know, something to think about when people are on your normal Zoom calls. Yeah. What could he's be happening to the same woman? I think he is. I think he's still married to the same woman that he was married to when he got the girl pregnant. Yes. And I have to say that was the thing. I looked that up and I was like, what is it going to take for this woman to leave him? I mean, he's already had a child out of wedlock. He's waiting for him to die so she can get his money. That's uh, it. I don't know. Be it. I, 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 I can't imagine at this point. I mean, really, this is like. Although I guess she can't be that surprised by it. She's been married to him for like over 30 years. She's slowly poisoning him, I think. <laughs> At least I hope so. Just a tiny bit. Oh, there you have it. Now we're going to segue over to Miley Cyrus. Oh, I love Miley. 
Yeah, I don't know if you saw this one in the news. I just stumbled across this, but uh, Miley Cyrus says she once, quote, made eye contact with an alien who followed her in a UFO that looked like a glowing yellow snowplow. Oh. Yeah. Cyrus noted that the sighting came after she bought weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop. Okay, so she was on heavy drugs. I like that she made eye contact. She made eye contact with the alien and... um. Did he impart any words of wisdom onto her <laughs> telepathically? I feel like they would. If I, if I made contact, eye contact with an alien, I'd want them to like tell me some information. Yeah, she does not say that. She says she and a friend both saw it. They were, uh, it, you know, like we said, it looked like a flying snowplow. Um, and she said there were other cars on the road that stopped to look. So she thinks oh. what she saw was real. Okay. Uh, this was in San Bernardino. Wow. And she said yeah. the experience was so shocking that it left her unable to look at the sky for days because she feared the extraterrestrials might re return. Well, look, you know what? I don't not believe it. I, I mean, I certainly think there are extraterrestrials. Don't oh, yeah. I, I know you think that. Yeah. What do you mean you know? <laughs> <laughs> What makes you think that we are the only planet that has living beings on it? That doesn't. No, I could go there, but I don't think that they're visiting the planet Earth. I don't blame them. I'm sure they're like, whoa, they got to figure out what's going on down there before we're <laughs> coming on through again. They're like, these people aren't going to last much longer. There's no I, point. I'm not even joking. I think we're probably the dumbest. <laughs> when they go and they, if there's like a council of intergalactic council, I'm pretty sure Earth will have the dumbest ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's entirely possible it's entirely possible um i will say that miley she did fear that they were going to come back but she also said she didn't feel threatened by the unidentified flying object well that's good i don't want miley to feel threatened by anyone or anything she is the voice of an angel she's the voice of an angel and she's and she and her friend both claim that this happened though again she did buy weed wax. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what's a weed whack? Wax, like W-A-X. A wax. I mean, oh, like to smoke? I guess. I don't know. I mean, she for sure was high, but that doesn't mean she did not see it. Like perhaps a veil was lifted. Right, but so that she could see things that others couldn't. Yeah. She was definitely on a different plane. Let's just say that. Oh, Miley. Oh, Miley. Uh, this one is interesting. Let me just say this. So this man named Fidel Ibarra mm -hmm. was on work release from his Utah prison. Oh, okay. Now, what is work release is when you are still technically incarcerated, but you're allowed to leave to go to work and then you have to come back to the prison, right? To like stay overnight. Yeah, I think so. Okay. He was picking up trash on the side of the road. Okay along a marathon route oh yeah and it was it was only four miles into you know the 26 miles and he noticed one of the the runners her name was carrie kelly was limping um she had various injuries that had caught up to her which is only four miles in that's not real good <laughs> boy carrie yeah leaving her struggling to run and he says i think maybe i saw a little bit of myself in her and I felt like I could not let her finish the marathon alone. What? Yeah. Fidel, I'm already a little suspicious. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, having done no marathon training of his own, and he was not dressed to run. He was actually wearing work boots. Uh, he ran alongside her, talking and encouraging her through the remaining 22 miles. <laughs> not even kidding the pair crossed the finish line together holding hands what? and some people were like crying at the sight of it if this doesn't become a hallmark movie then what are we all doing here <laughs> in this world they fall in love i hope i hope they're now in love well uh, i doubt it they're very well i'll say this i mean not that not well this i guess i'm falling i'm falling into a stereotype she seems to be 
uh, significantly older than him, but that never stops a man from going after a younger woman. So that's true. I shouldn't say that. But he just left his job. <laughs> what, did well, he, that's the other thing. I'm did like, he violate the terms of his work release? They said there was this is someone who was there. He said watching the two of them cross together had everyone in tears. It was so moving and one of the neatest things I have ever seen. I don't know his past mistakes, so I don't know why he was in jail. But what he did showed his true character. And they actually, the, the marathon wound up sending, you know, when you finish a marathon, you get a medal. They gave him a medal. They had to send it to his mother because they can send it to the, send it to the jail. Um, but, and the runner was um, truly touched by this whole thing. And he said, um, he said by the end, he felt like, and he was in more pain than her but the feeling of accomplishment was more than I can describe in words. It took them six hours, 36 minutes and 23 seconds. That seems like decent time. Yeah. He was wearing work boots and shorts over long johns. And then he ran Oof. 22 miles with her. I think that's lovely. It is lovely, but I have to say the cynic in me is like, what, why, what? He sees a marathoner and he's literally just out to pick up trash and decides to run 22 miles with her and everyone's okay with that. Wasn't someone like, um, I don't think you can go run, go for a 22 mile run. You know what? Forrest Gump did it. People <laughs> loved that motherfucker. I don't, I think Forrest Gump's really annoying. And so was that movie, but people <laughs> revere him. <laughs> he, he ran across the whole country and people followed him. So if Adele wants to go 22 miles, I say, go for it, Fidel. In boots. In boots. boots. That's crazy. I mean, his <clears throat> poor feet must have been so cut up and blistered. And that really does take gumption. Gumption. Good one, Anne. And he wasn't a runner. He never trained for this. 22 miles is extremely difficult. Yeah. If you told me he like jogged alongside her for a mile or something, I'd go, uh, all right. But the fact that he did the rest of the full marathon is something else. It is. It's crazy. I have to say I ran the marathon a long time ago and one of my husband's friends, not invited by me, just saw me at the 16 mile mark and decided to run with me for the next 10 miles. Again, annoying. I feel like I would be annoyed. Yeah. I was like, whoa, like, I didn't know that you were going to do this. And then we crossed the finish line together, which was amazing because usually on the New York city marathon, they pull people off before the finish line, because that happens a lot that you know sometimes people will run with you just like they'll take sections to just sort of keep you going which is very nice yeah but they don't let those people run across the finish line because they're not official entrance of the race and literally that right. happened another year someone pulled my friend off which anyway but somehow he escaped all that and crossed the finish line and then said to me now i know what it feels like to run a marathon i'm like you only ran 10 miles like, no, you don't know. What oh, see, like, I would be furious. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. And they should have pulled him off. <laughs> they should have pulled him off. And again, I did not ask him to run oh, with me. Where I would have been like, oh, now I have to make like, did you have to make small talk? For 10 miles, which is, oh, which is at God. least an hour and a half. It's more than an hour and a half. That is obnoxious. Thank you. That really is. That. Like, I would have been like, can you, no offense, but get the fuck away from me. <laughs> or actually, you know what? Take offense. Because I'm offended. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how you can do a marathon. Do you know in high school, we had to run, I think it was just one mile, like for gym class. You had to run one mile in like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever the time frame was. And I'm not a runner. I hate running. And I remember there were people literally pushing and pulling me to cross the finish line <laughs> that amount of time. I'm not even kidding. Pulling both arms and pushing from behind. And I remember the gym teacher was just so disgusted by me. It was just like, this bitch can't even crawl. Like I, I, she was horrified by my lack of care, stamina, self-respect that I did it in a past gym class. That's right. And on that note, Anne, we have one more story for today. Okay. And this is one that you're... I mean, if we have to call her your best friend, Stevie found, but I think we've now proven after the, I like that on the earlier one though, it was a feel good story that we somehow turned into complete outrage and disgust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's such a heartwarming story. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, well, this story actually Stevie submitted to the oh. podcast. Yeah, I think she wants back in. <laughs> um, now that she knows, now that she knows the competition. Right. Um, and this one is um, about a supermarket. So this is something. Um, there was a man who was living in the rafters of this supermarket called Raleigh's um, in Nevada. I'm pretty sure this is in Nevada. Shocker. Yeah, Reno. So, it's, so, something sketchy was happening in Reno, Nevada. Reno, right? Yeah, That's Fernley, awesome. I guess, is outside of Reno. Uh, a man had been living in the rafters of Raleigh's, Raleigh's, was arrested on September 30th after employees noticed he had fallen through the ceiling. <laughs> oh. Matthew Hammer, 35, was arrested and charged with burglary and obstructing a police officer after night, night shift employees at a grocery store found him while the store was closed. <gasps> Uh, it said the day we apprehended this person, the reason they noticed him was because when he made it through the roof of the building and into the ceiling area of the grocery store, his foot went through the ceiling. He took a bad step and one of his feet went through the ceiling, exposing his foot to where people could see it. That would freak, wouldn't you be freaked out? Imagine you're working the night shift. Yeah. There's no one in the store. It's probably so quiet because you can hear everything and then you hear a noise it sounds like a person coming through the ceiling i mean that is like the stuff a horror movie is made of like oh, i would and then see a foot mind. i would i would i mean i wouldn't have investigated i would have ran away yeah i would have too i would have been i would have just like screamed i would have run right on out the store said fidel well, let's go the next 22 miles <laughs> i i mean i would not have investigated so good for them for doing that i guess yes and what they found was this guy had been using an exterior ladder outside of the building to climb up onto the roof and then down into the rafters of the store for at least a week before being found. Um, and he had been stealing from the deli at the store and had set up a makeshift living area for himself. I was going to say, I mean, if you're going to live in the rafters, like a grocery store is a good place to do it because then you can totally steal food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then they... Um, oh my gosh they they couldn't get him out the police canine on the scene got stuck going in after him he visited the deli one too many times no this is the canine this oh, is the, so oh. this is another whole thing they said when the deputies on scene were trying to negotiate with this guy to come out of the ceiling area and he was refusing which the nerve of him they sent the canine in there and the canine went in there and unfortunately fell into some sort of shaft area and got stuck Oh my god it's like just come on out man the jig is up and then they had to call the fire department that got them both out oh yeah living in now this again i'm seeing certain themes during this pandemic we had a story over a month ago about the guy who was trying to live in disney world yeah on the island there was like some island in disney but at least that's nice and relaxing out there he was apprehended very quickly this guy living in the supermarket it took a full week and only his own fault that they found him yeah one bad step that is really scary because i feel like i read stories about where people live in people's attics and crawl spaces and oh really you think so yeah desperate times and desperate times it's desperate times all right and that wraps up our news for the week Ooh. yeah i gotta get the sound effect yeah yeah i gotta get that um and now we're gonna talk about the movie that you i know you you fought me on the sand this was the first time i got to pick a movie <laughs> not not listen i'm happy to give you that designation but i really wanted to watch the karate kid and you had so many objections to it it was unnatural I and mean, i was just like all right you know why everybody because chrissy is obsessed with the show cobra kai and she keeps yes. telling me about the show cobra kai yes I'm like yeah 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 i'll watch it one day yeah and so she just wants to go back to where it all started which is the original karate kid from 1984 84 right was it 84 1984 yes 1984 and um you're right Anne. i have been watching cobra kai i will say to anyone who's listening you should watch cobra kai i find it incredibly delightful outrageously delightful wow how many seasons is it three two just two right now season three is coming out january 8th and it's oh 10 episodes and they're all under a half hour you can just like whip right through it all right and it stars who from the movie is in cobra kai besides ralph macchio and zabka 
Right. Ralph Macchio, um, now William Zabka. And um, oh, he's up to, now he's William Zabka. Well, okay. you know, it's funny because I'll say this because I did go down a little bit of a Cobra Kai hole. Um, and I watched an interview they did with like the local CBS LA affiliate about Cobra Kai. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm all in. <laughs> and even though he's credited as William Zavka and all this stuff, at one point in the interview, uh, Ralph Macchio does refer to him as Billy. So I think he probably does go by Billy. But for yeah, as credits, he he's William. As he should. As he should. Uh, but from in Cobra Kai now is uh, Ralph Macchio, uh, Billy Zavka, and um, the guy who played Crease, the, the evil Crease, uh, Martin Cove. Oh, Sensei. Yeah. Yeah, the sensei. sensei. And um, I think, not to not to derail the conversation about Karate Kid, but I do think they're setting it up that Elizabeth Shue is going to come back <gasps> and be on um, Cobra Kai. Well, I would like that. Yeah, I think we're going to see her in season three. I'm just going to say that. I would love to see Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. I love Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, and I think... Um, I think that they're going to start fighting over her again, even though in Cobra Kai, Ralph Macchio is married and has two kids. So let me say this. So for anyone who hasn't seen Karate Kid, just real quick, uh, Ralph Macchio plays a young man named Daniel and he and his mother moved from New Jersey to California. That's how the, how the movie starts. Um, and she's very excited to move to California. He is not. And as soon as he basically gets there, he... Uh, meets up with some other boys who clearly don't like him and almost daily he's getting into fights with them that yeah. that are very unfortunate i have to say if i was his mother i might say this might not have been the best move that well, my he, kids he's supposed to be on the wrong side of the tracks in Reseda, and then they're all the rich kids that live in encino that's right um so he so he manages to talk his way out of some fights but he's finally cornered by several who belong to the same karate school that karate school is cobra kai yeah um as daniel is passing out from the beating he's getting he sees miyagi <laughs> passing out from the beating they yeah. do beat the shit out of him but he was that time he was asking for it but yeah uh he sees miyagi the elderly gardener leaps into the fray and saves him by outfighting half a dozen teenagers which is sort of incredible uh, Miyagi and Daniel soon find out the real motivator behind the boy's violent attitude is in the form of their karate teacher, who is this man, Kreese. Uh, Miyagi promises to teach Daniel karate and arranges a fight in the All Valley tournament some months off. When his training begins, Daniel doesn't understand what he's being shown. Miyagi seems more interested in having Daniel paint fences and wax cars than teaching him karate. Um, but as we all know, he winds up uh competing in the all valley tournament there is some dirty fighting done by um done by um billy zabka whose character's name is um john I remember yeah it is john oh my god i'm like i've watched cobra kai i should know um no kidding for someone who knows is watching youtube clips from <laughs> KTLA? KTLA. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, it all culminates in this big fight, Daniel versus John Johnny, and uh, using this special technique that Miyagi teaches him, he, you know, the underdog wins. He beats he beats him, and um, that thus is the end of the fight. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Yeah, I mean, over the course of my life, I've probably seen it. 20 times. I mean, you know, I saw it when I was seven or however old when it came out. I remember everybody loved Ralph Macchio. Like yes. everybody had a crush on him. I did not. And I think part of it was because I was probably the same height as Ralph Macchio <laughs> when I was seven. And he's very slight. Yes. I mean, he looks like he wears no shade Ralph Macchio, but size 6X children's clothes. And my rule of thumb in life has always been that if you can't fit in the man's pants, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> well, all right. And that brings up an interesting thing. We like, we, you know, when we talked about reality bites, we were like, who would you choose Michael or Troy? And it seemed like you and I both agreed that we should pick Michael, though I really didn't want to pick either of them. I say <laughs> pick somebody else. 
um, at least in that movie, though you might disagree with me, they they portrayed Michael as having some flaws. It wasn't like a home run for him. He did do a couple things that yeah. sort of semi betrayed um, his love interest. Now in this movie, I think it's pretty clear the the they're both fighting over the character of Elizabeth Shue. But in this movie, they make it very clear, at least to me, that um, that she should be going with Ralph Macchio. I have a controversial statement, Chrissy. I know, I can't wait. I knew you would, I can tell. Having watched this movie back, I noticed that Daniel is kind of an asshole and he's kind of a bad boyfriend and not really cool to Elizabeth Shue. And why do you say that, Anne? Well, there's a lot of times where he's just like pouting in the corner and he's always like, leave me alone. Of course he had just been beaten up, but- I was gonna say that those are all post fights. At one point, he's like yelling at her about, um, keep in mind, they're barely dating. And yes. he is yelling at her about um, standing him up. And then he's like, I deserve a little bit of courtesy. And I was like, this motherfucker. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was like, I don't think so, Daniel LaRusso. Take it elsewhere. <gasps> well, you know I have Mr. Miyagi. That's who I would get, get with, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, yeah. He's very lovable. He is. Well, I will say this, we didn't really get into this, but he, honest to God, his first full day in this new town, he gets into a fight and gets severely beaten up. <laughs> he should have gone to the hospital after one of those beatings, but well, he definitely had internal injuries. Yeah. And then that continues almost every single day. He's getting really beaten up by this, not just one boy, by a group of boys. They're like kicking him, kicking him on the ground kicking him they're making his bike go down a ravine where he falls off and has this contusion on his head i mean <laughs> contusion the guy is really getting beaten up every single day and i have to say in now maybe in the 80s people were like yeah brush it off i have to say now if you were his mother you'd be like I, a i need to go into the school and have a meeting or b i need to pull him out of this school or so she needs to take some kind of dramatic action meanwhile this kid just keeps going back for an ass whooping every single day yeah, it was the 80s, Chrissy. You just, you know. Well, I will. So I say I give him a little bit of leeway in in him, you know, being sulky towards Elizabeth's shoe because he's literally fearing for his life on a look, daily basis. I understand his motivation. You're just asking me who I would pick. Yeah. Well, okay. So that, who would you look, pick? I swear to God, I would pick Mr. Miyagi. That house <laughs> in Reseda was nice. And it probably is a lot of money now. <laughs> Well, I have to say the- If I was Elizabeth Shua, was she like 16, 17? Yeah. I'd wait till I turned 18 and I'd get right on with Miyagi. <laughs> I'd go beat it, Zabka, beat it, LaRusso. Well, the thing that I was surprised about in watching this movie, because in my mind, it was always very like, you know, um, Daniel versus Johnny. That's what I thought the whole movie was. Yeah. And when you watch Cobra Kai, Billy Zabka has at least- as big of a role, if not in some episodes, more than Ralph Macchio. He's a delight. Oh, he's a hundred percent a delight. I remember in my friend in college, my friend Josh had a um, an autographed, like eight by ten glossy photo of him on his wall, like a framed photo. It was very funny. Which is weird because every movie he was in, he was always he always played the unlikable guy. Oh yeah, he always played like the blonde the rich kid jerk. Oh yeah. Right. Always, you know what else I noticed too? And Nicholas noticed too, cause he watched with me how many times. Um, and I think this was a very eighties thing, eighties movie thing where when they were getting ready to fight, they would always say you're dead meat. <laughs> the expression dead meat was used a lot. You're going to be dead meat. And nobody says dead meat anymore. And I know they don't, it should be revived. I think. I think so too. Dead yeah. meat. Like, yeah, what does it even mean? Meat meat is already dead that's true that's true meat. maybe that's that. why the saying died out well i think we should bring it back semantics but the thing that i found interesting was you know the billy zabka character i mean it was like a main character but not as much as i thought like he's not in it as much as you possibly think that's it's true he isn't and neither is sensei the sensei of the dojo dojo he's in like four scenes Right, exactly. They're much more. It's really, it's really about Ralph Macchio and uh, and Miyagi, which is fine. But it's so funny when you watch Cobra Kai, which I hope you will. 
Oh my now God. it's all I'm about Billy Zabka. Are you, are you like an influencer for Cobra Kai? <laughs> for Cobra Kai, I'm telling you. But so this is what I would say. Watching this movie now, I, of course, I would pick Daniel. I mean, there's no other conclusion <laughs> you, you have, can come did to. Did you think he was cute when you were young? Did you like Ralph Macchio? No. Uh, no. I mean, I, I think I was fairly indifferent to him. But now... I'm just going to keep talking about Cobra Kai. I would definitely pick Billy Zabka. Well, because Ralph Macchio, because he did look so young and does, I mean, I think he was like in his early 20s in 22. 22. Yeah. He looks literally 14. Yeah. And now he's what, sick, almost 60, probably, right? I guess if in 84 he was 22, that means he was born in uh, 62. So yeah, he's like 58. But he still has that slight he's like reverse Benjamin Button like he's like like kind of still looks like a child but like an older man on him on his body and it's a little unsettling yes but he's certainly I have to say if he's I would never have guessed he's 58 I I would have thought he was maybe 50 yeah he still looks young he still looks young but so movie 1984 you pick Daniel Cobra Kai 2020 you pick Billy Zabka it's, or it's, I pick Miyagi and then I'd just be Miyagi's widow <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I forgot. This is the craziest part for me. Okay. So my entire life, again, seen this movie over the course of 30 years. I swear to God, Chrissy, I thought that through the whole movie, he's calling him Daniel son, like a term of endearment, like his son. Oh, yeah. And it just clicked for me <laughs> last night. Okay. 30 <laughs> years later. Oh God. No, he's calling him Daniel-san. Yeah. Like in Japanese culture. Yeah. yeah. I just now <laughs> realized that. And my own son was like, Jesus, mom, that's, that's pretty bad. That's, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Anna, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't fault you. It's not like you've been harping on uh, Karate Kid for the last 30 but years. I can't, I can't be the only person, right? That thought he was saying Daniel's son, like his son. Cause it was, it's, they have like a father son type relationship. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And it's funny because in Cobra Kai, they have now done the same thing where, um, which is actually very clever. They have the Daniel character who has his own son and his own daughter, but he, through a whole series of circumstances, which I won't get into, he becomes a mentor to Billy Zabka's son. Oh, the tables have turned. Yes. And Billy, Billy Zabka becomes a mentor to his next door neighbor, who is kind of like the Ralph Macchio character in that he's new in town and is getting beat up by these other kids. So they each have their own uh, mentees, but not what you would think that Billy Zabka's son would be his own. It's not, he's now with Ralph Macchio, which causes many problems. I bet. I'm, you know what? I'm shocked that Mont, that LaRusso, he just, he stayed local, huh? And that's the other thing with Cobra Kai, which is, which I like, they've reversed their fortunes. So now Ralph Macchio is a wealthy um, owner of several automobile dealerships in the Valley Okay. And Billy Zabka is down on his luck. Oh, why? He, he, he was, he came from a rich family in the movie. He was the rich kid, which they kind of did like, you know how in Wicked, they sort of like, they explain why the Wicked Witch is the Wicked Witch. I don't I've know if never you've ever seen Wicked and I'm yeah. fine with it. I knew you were gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, what they do in Cobra Kai is they sort of debunk that. Like he was in a wealthy family, but it was his stepfather who was wealthy and he had a very bad relationship with him. So they do these sort of flashbacks, which aren't from the movie, obviously, but they cast somebody to do it where he actually had a very unhappy home life. Um, he loved his mother, but his mother married this guy who was really jerky to him. Well, and I so- could have told you he had a terrible home life. But this is like... <laughs> nightmare kid that's listening to this psychopath (laughs) sensei no mercy and everything i'm like jesus christ yeah so so that guy the sensei crease had become his father figure right because he had this horrible stepfather and his real father i don't know what happened to him he was dead or out of the picture or whatever so so then you start that's the whole thing then you start to feel bad for billy zabka where in the karate kid you never feel bad for billy zabka but in Cobra Kai, you're like, oh, now I understand. He was I understand in our turmoil. Wait, hold on one second. I read this earlier that one of the guys, um, he 
where is this? He was an actual, he really did know karate and they oh. actually had him downplay some of his karate skills because he was so much better than everybody else. Yeah, well, were. I mean, that's the thing. He's, Daniel LaRusso is terrible at karate. That's what's so funny is in the ending when he's doing the crane, I'm like, Zabka could have easily beaten him. Yes, yes. Easily. I mean, he's standing there showing you the move that he's going to do, which is kicking you in the face and you still get kicked in the face. Right, It's it was so, that was my thing watching it last night. I'm like, it's so obvious what he's going to do I mean, he's literally standing there doing the pose for a solid minute. I mean, all he had to do was step to the side. Literally, yeah. Zabka could have just stepped to the side. Yeah. And he would have fallen down and it would have been a wrap. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Funny. Oh, you know what was funny too? When, she, when they were um, walking around and, you know, Miyagi and Daniel were both like, how does this thing even work? We've never even been in this competition. And Elizabeth, she was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. One, one point for the head, two points for the kidneys. I was like, kidneys? Kidneys are, uh, kidneys are involved? Yeah. And plus, how does she know any of this? For the kidney, one point for the spleen. Yeah. Um, yes, it was, um, the guy's name was Ron Thomas, who was one of the characters. He was so good that they, they let him, first of all, they let him choreograph his own fights. <laughs> They're like, look, Ron's available. Yeah, they're like, let's just let him do whatever he wants to do. And they told him to kind of pull it back a bit because he was too good. Um, And I will say in my research, uh, (laughs) according to Billy Zabka, the character he portrays still irks many people. Some have tried to start fights with him. Oh. And he has to convince them that it was just a role for a movie that is not who he really is. Like, it's just me, Zabka. Yeah. Uh, which is probably why he wanted to do Cobra Kai because he really does get. Uh, well, I have a feeling he wanted to do it for other reasons too, Chrissy, like having some money. work. Yeah. 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 Oh, they love Look, it. Look, I don't begrudge him an ounce of success. I think he's delightful and always have. I agree. And he always had to play that, always to play the part of the person that nobody liked. Yeah, but I liked him. You liked him at the time? I mean, I liked his, per- I, I liked him, the actor. He's fun. He plays a good bad guy. Hard to separate it. Yeah. He's also, um, he was born in 65. So he's 55, which in the movie, he would have been 19. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, as we know, everybody in, in 80s movies. Oh, here's an interesting tidbit I picked up on Chrissy. I yeah. did my own research. Oh, good. But then I looked up to see, you know, cause there's, there were three Karate Kid movies with Rock Machio. This one, the second one where he goes to Japan. And then the third one, that no one I think saw. by the time that came out, I'm like, who cares about Karate Kid? Um, the girl who was supposed to play his love interest was Robin Lively. Now, we all know Robin Lively from Teen Witch, the movie Teen Witch. Um, right? <laughs> no, you're looking at me like you don't. I mean, everyone watches it. No, I don't. But okay, we all know. Blake Lively is her half sister, but Robin, oh. Robin's the 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 lively sister that I'd be friends with, and um, they had to change the script because she was only sixteen when they cast her, and Ralph Macchio was 20, 27 Oh, in the movie, and so legally, they couldn't have any love scenes. Oh, which would then make you say, well, why wouldn't you cast someone who is at least eighteen, like? No offense, Robin Lively, you're great, but I feel like they probably could have found someone else to play that part. But um, yeah, yeah. isn't that interesting? She was 16 and he's 27. And they changed the whole script around to make it more like they were just friends. That's so funny. I'm looking at pictures of her now. Looks like she might have been with Jason Priestley for a little bit. Oh. Um, Oh, yep. And there she is with Mr. Miyagi. Who obviously is not in Cobra Kai because he has passed away, but they talk about him a lot. When does when did he die, Pat Morita? Like in the two thousands? Two thousand five. Oh, actually, he was not that old. Uh, well, no, he was. Well, he was only seventy three. Yeah, it wasn't that That's old. Young. Yeah. Well, he's the best. He's the best part of Karate Kid. I didn't know. I think for this movie, he was nominated for an Oscar. What? He was nominated. He was nominated for the Karate Kid. Really? Who else was nominated that year? This was 84? 
So I'll just say this. So basically what happened was that scene that was in the movie where he's um, drunk and he's, you know, remembering his um, yeah. deceased wife and infant son um, that I guess he died. They both died in childbirth uh, yeah. at an internment camp, which I was like, wow, they got like a little political here. But um, yeah, that scene was going to be cut because they thought it ruined the pacing of the movie and was kind of a downer. I mean, it is a downer. <laughs> it's a downer. Jesus. <laughs> but they wound up keeping it in and that then they were like that was the scene that got him nominated for an oscar well i was gonna say that has to be the one i'm trying to look it up oh wait this yes so the 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 nominees that year were john malkovich oh for what for places in the heart mm-hmm. ralph richardson for Greystoke: the legend of tarzan i remember that piece of shit movie <laughs> i like Back that christopher lambert Remember that? I liked that um, movie. You did? Yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> really? It was Christopher. Yeah. Here's trivia from that one. And Andy McDowell plays the Jane. love interest or whatever. Yeah. And you know they used Glenn Close's voice for Andy McDowell. Oh, I I think I did know that. Yes. I think I did know that. Uh let's see. Hang. I don't think I'm saying his name right. Hang S. Nagore for the killing fields. Oh, remember that? Oh, one? he won. Didn't he I was win? I gonna say, I think so. Let me say, and then Pat Morita and Adolf Caesar from a soldier's story. Yeah, the killing fields guy won. Yeah, and I'll say this because we just watched the killing fields. My husband had to watch it for a class. You did? Yes, just oddly enough, the killing fields. Okay. We did. We just watched the killing fields, and Oof. that poor guy who won the Oscar, he was not an actor. They had, you know, gotten him. Now I feel bad that I watched this movie. I can't remember what country it was, but he went Cambodia. back to I Cambodia. Cambodia he right? wound up getting killed. Um, <gasps> actually, I think back in the U.S., but by like these Cambodian people killed Why? him for political reasons. Oh, I just clicked on it. Yes, this is assassinated. Yeah, he was. In 1996, shot dead outside his home in Chinatown in downtown Los Angeles. Many Cambodians claimed they had a stake in his estate with one woman claiming it meant, blah, blah, blah. let's say um charged with the murder were three reputed members of the oriental lazy boys street gang what a name who had prior arrests for snatching horses and jewelry they argued they killed it sounds like um that okay so they were saying that that was probably um just for robbing him he had a, a rolex um defense attorney suggested the murder was a politically motivated killing carried out by sympathizers of the camera rouge but offered no yeah. evidence to support this theory so mm-hmm. it seems to me as though he, he just unfortunately was was killed in a bad robbery yeah that guy had Maybe a tough not. life that's awful i had no idea yeah jeez it says after the release of the killing fields he told a New York Times reporter, if I die from now on, okay, this film will go on for a hundred years. Jesus Christ. Well, that's depressing. Well, I'm glad he won. Sorry, Marita. I know. Very actually, I mean, that was a pretty diverse uh, group of nominees. I was going to say, that's like the first time I think it wasn't just all white men. Yeah. All right, Anne. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Well, it was, it was, we got some words of wisdom. We did. Not only from your father, but from Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi had a lot of words of wisdom. Yeah, he could be friends with your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and we have, I think, um, once well, this time we don't agree. Who would you choose? You pick Miyagi and I pick uh, Ralph Macchio. (laughs) Let's leave it to Anne to zig what everyone else zags. (laughs) I think my choice is the wisest. Because I'd be sitting on some sweet Reseda real estate right now. <laughs> okay? I'd be like, laugh it up, everybody. Get Laugh it up, LaRusso and Zabka. Guess guess what? I'm going to buy your car dealership after I sell this house. Yeah. Well, I hate to tell you that in Cobra Kai, back to Cobra Kai, Ralph Macho seems to now own that property in, um, that Miyagi had. Oh. That's where he starts his own dojo. I bet you Miyagi gave it to him for free. Oh, I'm sure he left it to him as well. I mean, he gave him one of his cars. First, can we just say, though, one more thing. 
how did he have all that money to buy to have that house he had like six cars how did he did he was he just a saver maybe i mean he was all he was doing is working maintenance at that at that um dumpy apartment complex apartment complex yeah not even a nice apartment complex no yeah i don't know they never I get mean, into he was where barely he doing his job there let's let's be honest he he was no. phoning it in real yeah. real real bad yeah he spent all day cutting bonsai plants maybe he had a successful bonsai business bonsai That's trees are expensive I, well i i mean god bless him if he did i don't know maybe i should go buy some because i would like a backstory on where miyagi got that dough where did Miyagi get the dough for the dojo? Ah, <laughs> I mean, he even all the, all the paint he was buying. Yeah, he didn't seem to have any money worries at all. No, he's living yeah. it up. He was going out in Hawaiian shirts and partying the night away. Yeah, well, and the other thing I'll say is that where he lived, it seemed like that was like, it seemed like it was like a junkyard that he just sort of fenced off. So who knows? Maybe he yeah, didn't even I mean, own it. They were trying to make it like that's the wrong side of the tracks yeah type of thing but you know yeah i've well. i've looked on zillow like what are houses going for in receipt of these days and they are you know seven eight hundred thousand dollars so oh uh yeah listen california real estate is very expensive that koi pond alone is gonna spike spike the value of that house yeah yeah miyagi's doing something right yeah doing something right that's right and let's remind our listeners that they can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify. You always Apple. heard Apple, and that's what mm -hmm. I always listen to. Because it's like not listened. It's not listed for some and reason. Everybody, here's the the big one. Yeah. If you will please rate five stars, five stars only. <laughs> rate us and leave a review. Leave some kind of review. Tell your friends, tell your family, whoever. I know they're going to go, Jesus, another podcast. <laughs> I don't have time to listen to all this. Who doesn't doing one? I get it. I get it. But if you've made it this far, I feel like you kind of like it. So just, you know, tell a couple of people. Tell a friend. Oh, and also follow our Instagram page. Yes. Um, oh, that's Outrageous Podcast. But Chrissy, did we fi ever find out what our final number was for the Merkin question last I looked we were dead even 50 50 oh really yeah that's I think I might have stopped because I think stories only last 24 hours oh so we had asked the question if you knew what a Merkin was and my answer is no I mean until you told me and right that's what I'm saying this podcast isn't just for entertainment you learn things <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Well, we were dead when I looked last it was 50 50 huh. and that could be because maybe you and I were the only ones that voted <laughs> you still gotta put the polls out you gotta you gotta ask the people which would be the best part of all and that was oh <laughs> uh, all right Anne well I'm feeling good about everything and looking forward to the next one you live your life I'll live mine Right? That's the perfect out. Outrageous. Mama, 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 body. Outrageous.